Hey guys, this is Ralph Macchio. Hey, what's up y'all? This is William Zabka. You're listening to Cobra Kai Companion, the podcast. everybody welcome to another episode of cobra kai companion uh this is peter this is brianna and we are back for another live stream but also another q a from one john herwitz on twitter and i guess josh healed said some words josh said words he typed words he typed words yeah he answered some questions i guess <laughs> yeah I mean, you know, he's a real person, and we need to celebrate his personness. Okay, all right. Well, we we definitely saw his face during our live stream, mm-hmm. um, uh, last month. So we did. He's not an AI. We can confirm he's he's a human. I suppose there was definitely some CGI behind him, so he could have been part of that. We don't know. I guess. Nah. Um, this is going to be kind of a unique situation as far as Q&A goes. Um, when time comes, when we jump into it, for I mean, first of all, I've only got 50 minutes because I have to pick Mojo up from work, same as always. And you never know when Dozer might make an appearance as a you know guest commentator in the background. But neither of them were very consistent in their answering hmm. on, on their Q&As. Um, about half the answers got retweeted and about half of them were answered in line, including some very important ones, which absolutely have to be part of this. So please bear with us as we just kind of scroll and jump all over John Hurwitz and Josh Heald's Twitter this evening. Right. So you guys will, you know, just like the the first one we did on the live stream, you guys are hearing it unedited. Whereas we're the the ones we usually put on the podcast are edited down, because um, you'll you'll see why it's for for pay, pacing purposes. But uh, also uh, there is a bit of news that came out today, but not for Cobra Kai. It's Cobra Kai adjacent, really. Um, you know, I guess you can call it uh, a sister show, Stranger Things. Uh, Hirokota, who's also a stunt coordinator on that show who's also one of the stunt coordinators for Cobra Kai, has been nominated for an Emmy for uh, Storm uh, Coordination. Yes, the third nomination in a row. Um, last two years were for Cobra Kai. Um, I, I did see a lot of people on Twitter today asking why there were no nominations for Cobra Kai. Well, unfortunately, guys, we did not have a season of the show eligible for Emmys this year. Hmm. Well, there you have it. Yeah. But crush fingers for next year, because next year they will actually have a streaming platform behind them that knows what to do with the Emmys. I mean, Stranger Things is also Netflix, so clearly they're doing something right. Yes. But also the little bit of, um, you know, that we do know of what's to come in season three. Again, very little of it. If it lives up to that hype, I would expect some more nominations. You know, if season three and the finale is the most ambitious thing we'll see on television and, you know, more acting from everybody, including Owen Morgan having some sort of scene that's going to make people uh, immediately, um, you know, be a fan favorite. For those, you know, if if he wasn't already one for some, I think it's I think it's absolutely guaranteed that uh, Bert will be a fan favorite. Um, and I I just I'm I'm watching the slideshow go by, guys. I swear there are more people in this slideshow than Daniel. <laughs> uh-huh. it, it just ran like five pictures of Daniel right in a row, and it's like, um, no, but apparently it's just running in in um. The num, you know, the order of the file names now instead of, uh, cause there was two of Hawk in a row. It's supposed to randomize. Um, randomizer appears to be randomly yeah, not I random. I don't think anyone's complaining. No, I just, you know, well, I'm not going to complain, but no, no, of course. Well, why, why would you? Right. Uh, anything else you could think of, uh, worth throwing out there before we, you know, get into this? Um, 
I mean, uh, also, you know, our, our friend Drew, the Cobra Kai kid, he reached 10,000 subscriptions on YouTube last night. Yes. Late last night. I was there to witness Fantastic. it. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris of Watch Party was also there. Um, so all the love and support, uh, Drew, you deserve it. I, I think he only listens to like some of the interviews, but, uh, maybe if he checks out this live stream, um, just want to let you know, man, we were always rooting for you. So. Oh, yeah. Huge milestone. Yeah. Well deserved. Yay. Yeah, we, we're just trying to get to a thousand. <laughs> right. <laughs> Nobody cares about a podcast. They they, they right, want the cool right. theories and you know uh, controversial stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, may or may not have a video that I've been working on writing today. I don't know. We got other things coming. I got called out by somebody, and I feel the need. <laughs> I feel the need. The need for speed. No, oh, I, wrong, I, I, wrong quote. I, I feel the need to um, strike back at the person who struck first. Hello, <laughs> I see you in the chat. Uh, <laughs> call me out, will you? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, it's I, I, just all in fun. It's just all in fun. I mean, what else are we going to do for the next, you know, month? Right. Okay, so like I said, we only have uh, about 45 minutes left here, so probably should go ahead and jump in um so let's bring up the oh maybe i should actually get because nobody wants to see our streaming window um all right so first thing we're going to start with here is john herwitz and this is from uh, july 25th friday night quarantine q a oh yikes see if i can make that larger for me can you see it at all? Because my screen, like the size, it was it was just taking up way too much screen real estate. I can make it yeah. bigger if I need to. No, it's it's fine. Uh, I won't be able to look at the chat though. But um, okay, oh, because yeah, you have fine. to go theater mode. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. So we're going to start with the ones, and you're going to see my mouse, guys. I apologize for that, but we're going to start with the ones that he retweeted. Okay. Okay. So we're going to start on this one, which means we're going to go from the bottom up. Then we'll go back to the ones he answered in line and we'll go from the top down. We'll do his first. Then we'll do Josh's. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. We've got 45 minutes. So we're going to rock right through this. All right. All right. So first question, big boots, uh, Jack Lee, uh, what went into the decision of going to Netflix? The team at Netflix was extremely passionate about acquiring the series, and it was clear they'd be amazing partners going forward. They also provide the opportunity for the greatest number of people to be able to see the show around the world. Um, that just makes the most business sense, and he's right. Everybody in the world will have access to it because Netflix is just easier to to access, whether you have it yourself or you know somebody whose account you probably already use. Right. It, it's definitely got the, the largest built-in audience already. Um, if you want your show to become one of the biggest shows in the world, there's really no other way to do that than uh, go to Netflix. Yeah. over. I mean, available in, what, 180-something countries. We covered mm-hmm. it before. Uh, Hulu yep. was only U.S. and U.S. territories. Uh, Amazon was second in most subscriptions around the world. Mm-hmm. And Netflix just did the best decision. Um, okay, next question from Cobra Kai Companion Podcast. I've heard of that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, happy Friday, John. With the move to Netflix and all that surrounds it and all the new possibilities for the show, what's something that really excites you? For example, the video game. I'm most excited for the world to discover just how talented our cast is. Not just the OGs, but the younger actors as well. Uh, I want to see more merch that includes the kids. Oh, yeah. Just more merch, period, really. Yeah, more. I mean, but, you know, I, I, I get where he's coming from there. Uh, probably, oh, 90% of the merchandise that comes out is just Johnny and Daniel. And then another 10% maybe of Crease. Uh, talking as far as pins, action figures, you right, know, yeah. things like that. Some Mr. Miyagi. Um, but we don't have anything of any of the kids yet. Right. Maybe some Funko Pops. 
I, I'd love some Funko Pops of the kids. Mecha uh, action figures. Yes. Yes. Um, I mean, there's, there's the whole nine, you know, everything. Get the get the kids out there, you know, because they're freaking amazing. By the way, I love the way you name dropped the video game trying to get him to confirm that that's coming and he ignored it. What? <laughs> <laughs> Example, the video game. Right. They haven't actually talked about the video game yet. Uh, I gotcha. Okay. That was just the video that the game distributor said that that's coming. Okay. And then there's the people on Facebook breaking NDAs all over the place. And anyway, if, if that even exists for them. Right. If right. Talking about the voice, voice work and <laughs> voice work and things like that on it. Okay. So next question is from Matt, the unicorn, apparently um, Matt McGeehan, six, two, two. I mean, what's there to know then? Um, I guess, do you know what the trailer even looks like? I have not seen a trailer yet, but I will see something soon. And I don't know if it's going to come up, but I believe this week, right? He's supposed to see a first pass. He said on Facebook that they were supposed to see the first pass of the trailer this week. Yes. Okay. Which is what? What, what, is, what does that mean for those that don't know? The first pass, the rough mm-hmm. draft. Yep. Um, so that doesn't mean the first trailer or the first teaser. Right, right. No, it means Netflix's first. Hey, it, it's it when you when you're doing design, when you're doing you know marketing things like that, you put together your first pass, your rough draft. You take it to the client, and the client, I, I like this or I don't like this or hey, how you know they they get input and things like that. So, mm-hmm. um, to anyone who didn't follow the drama from this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> we had someone on Facebook who um, was showing up in all the Cobra Kai groups except ours and claiming that the trailer was absolutely dropping on Sunday night. Absolutely was. He had a buddy of a buddy of someone who was related to someone on the crew. This whole big convoluted story that he was telling. And... Two people who absolutely 100% for sure knew that he was full of crap uh, both showed up and basically told him that he was full of crap. One being uh, Rick, who is Billy and Marty and Sholo and Jacob and a whole bunch of the other cast members, manager, and John Hurwitz. And one thing that he, that none of them ever do is get involved in like the fandom drama, right? They like sit back and watch it. But they don't, they don't, like, get involved in it. Yeah. And he pops up and he's like, well, the trailer coming out Sunday is news to me. I haven't seen it yet. Right. Which is when he said that he was seeing it this week. And it, it, it just killed the, the the guy was a, he was a Rickroll. He was trying to get people to join his Facebook group and it was a giant Rickroll and it was supposed to be this joke, but when... Um, John Hurwitz calls you out on your BS and you call him a liar. The joke is no longer funny. Right. You know, just for future reference for anybody who might care. Don't do that. Plus, it really, really ticks the fandom off. Okay. Next question from Edwin Espinoza. You said once season three should be released before the end of summer. Is that still going to happen? I don't know. Let's see. I don't know the season three release date. When I said I expected it expected it to be released by end of summer, that's what I was being told at the time. But then COVID delayed things a bit, and after we moved to Netflix, it became a whole new ball game. Yes. So yeah. just, I mean, again, he has said that anything he puts out, he's not lying. It's just what he knows at the at the moment. Yes. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they're not they're not lying to us. They're not misleading us. They're not. Um, you know, stringing us along or any of the nonsense accusations I've seen leveled at them. They're telling us what they can tell us when it's available and it is, you know, what is true at that moment in time. Whether or not it stays true, they have no control over. Uh, next question, John and L. Kaplan at John and Al. Uh, did you write Harold and Kumar knowing you could get Neil Patrick Harris? If not, was Ralph Macchio on your wish list of alternates? We did not know we'd get Neil Patrick Harris uh, when we wrote him into Harold and Kumar, but we were convinced he was the type of guy who'd recognize a comedic opportunity 
Ralph Macho was actually our second choice. That, I mean, for Neil Patrick Harris was phenomenal, and I cannot even imagine anyone else playing that particular role, particular role in that movie. Right. But having seen the fictional Ralph Macchio on Entourage and in He's Way More Famous Than You, um, How I Met Your Mother, fictional Ralph Macchio is a giant womanizing douchebag, and I think he would have been hilarious. Yeah. So... Yeah, it would have worked out either way. And I like how Josh Hild, who writes Hot Tub Time Machine, incorporates Billy Zapka in that. And then here's John and Hayden, you know, with Ralph Macchio as their second choice behind MPH. Right, right. And then the universe converges and they all come together and we get this brilliant series. Mm -hmm. Uh, Next question, Mark Farrell. Any plans for a fourth season yet? We're always talking with the writers about ideas for future seasons, but nothing official to report at this time. Yes. So people who are out there claiming that seasons four, five, and six have already been written. That was also news to John Hurwitz. Although it was very welcome news because, you know, his job just got a whole lot easier. Right. I remember that tweet. Yeah. Yeah. No, they have not been written yet, guys. Uh, Next question, Andrew Patterson. Since you mentioned that you, Josh, and Hayden would love to make Back to the Future 4, if Zemeckis and Gale gave you permission, could you please share with us what your Back to the Future 4 would be about? No, but I will say we have thoughts for both movies and TV. There we go. I mean, what else can they say? There's, I mean, because, yeah, no, nothing's in the works, so, yeah. Right. And for those that don't know, um, both Bob's, Zemeckis, and Gale have said over their dead body, so it would have to be permission or... We wait for them to die. So, Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, hey, those are the two options. That Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's awful. Um, this, uh, S.E. Hinton said the same thing about the outsiders. Yeah. But, you know, it, it, I don't want her to die, but I also right. don't want anybody else <laughs> to ever touch the outsiders because it's perfect the way it is. Same with Back to the um, Future. I don't want either of those two to die, and I don't want – I'll leave it right there. Yeah. All right, so from uh, Kira Bay at Queen Cobra. Happy Friday. If the LaRussos were to get a pet, what kind of pet would they have? Would they buy or adopt? Also, if Johnny had a pet, what would it be? The LaRussos would have a hyper, hypo, hypoallergenic dog uh, that they got from a breeder. Johnny would probably have a junkyard dog or an eagle if he knew how to get one. Wouldn't you think Johnny would have a snake? I don't know. He, I mean, he's got that poster and he loves Iron Eagle. Yeah. He's definitely not a cat person. No, I don't see him being a cat person. No, unless it was on accident and then he just all of a sudden completely fell in love with this cat, right? Yeah. There's some character development for you. I agree with the hypoallergenic dog from the dog breeder. Do we, is that what John's dog is? Do we know anything about his dog? Um, I know Martini. nothing about, I know nothing about Martini Baguette, except Baguette, that she is freaking adorable. Pretty cute. Um, and very fluffy. So I'm going to assume not hypoallergenic because fluffy. Okay. Uh, snakes are badass, but kind of anticlimactic as a pet, as a, as a pet watch party says. Yeah. You know, yeah. a little too on the nose, maybe. That mm. too. Okay, so next question, Brian Tan. If there was one thing you would change, include or omit from the original trilogy of films, what would it be? I'd probably change the circumstances of Daniel and Allie's breakup. Yes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes! Totally on board with that idea. Uh, Next from Carrie at Switch842. Hi, Carrie! Uh, with all the craziness that has happened since Cobra Kai dropped, what is one thing you would put in your mental scrapbook? Not to say I, mm, let's see, not to say I didn't already appreciate it, but being in quarantine has made me realize just how much I enjoy in-person collaboration with our cast and crew. It's all in my mental scrapbook. I miss everyone so much and can't wait to be back at it. I can't even imagine. Oh, yeah. No, I can't either. I mean, I'm not a big, like, socially active people person. Never really have been. I've been working from home for the last year and a half. So when quarantine hit to me, it was like, okay, it's Monday. 
Right. I mean, I'm distancing from my family, but I get to go see them almost every day. Yeah. It's just that I, I, if you were surrounded by people all the time, if I was still, you know, working out in the public and things like that and that massive, massive change, I, I can I can imagine that it, it was incredibly difficult. For oh, sure. everyone that was in that situation. So. And with everyone we spoke with on, on our interviews, you know, it just sounds, it, they, they continue to say how tight everybody is and how, you know, everyone's like family and all that. So I get it. Yeah, very much so. Uh, next question from Santino. Uh, were you guys ever worried about fan loss of interest due to the long delay or switching of platforms? I can't worry about things that are out of my control. COVID and the in, in, what's the word here? Intricacies. Intricacies of business made our move to Netflix take longer than we all would have liked. But it's for the best in the end. Those who choose not to watch season three as a result will be missing out. Those who claim they're not watching season three because <laughs> it took too long are lying. I should put like a five dollar bill in a jar anytime i see that i i would have a lot of money uh by the time season three comes around right well i mean you you do have the the disgruntled fans um on twitter and on facebook and yeah we've seen them but then you also have you know uh, uh the people are making a bigger deal of it than it actually is it's not as prevalent a mindset as some people would have you believe it is. Right? I mean, like on, on Drew's watch party today for the, the Karate Kid Part 3. Someone said something about, well, Julie Pierce has to come back because of the rumor that she's the rightful owner of Miyagi-Do. And I'm like, <laughs> where did that even come from? That's not a rumor. No one, literally no one has ever said that. <laughs> um but it's like you 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 stick a word stick the word rumor in front of or after something and suddenly people start you know it, taking it at face value and oh my god this must really be but the truth is it doesn't exist anywhere than in the mind of the person who said it right do you hear the new ru- rumor that Tori is actually Allie's mom no but i have heard that she is Crease's grandmother Oh, you know what? I believe that more. Right, right. Yeah. As as well as, you know, Kumiko's second cousin first, you know, once removed. Yes. Yeah. And next door neighbor of Freddie Fernandez's uh, aunt. Oh, yeah. Who actually owns the meatpacking plant. See? It all there makes sense, guys. See? Oh, Tori is Daniel. Yep. Tori is Daniel. Oh, my God. Now it all makes sense. That makes so much <laughs> sense. I don't know why. It was right there in front of us. Oh, watch party. Oh, you kill me. Uh, okay. All right. So uh, next question. This is the last one of the retweets okay. uh, before we jump to the inlines uh, from Owuko. During the filming of Cobra Kai season one and two, what was your favorite moment on set? Too many favorite moments to make a few, right? To make a few. Uh, Johnny watching Iron Eagle on day one. Filming Daniel and Robbie in nature on my 40th birthday. The wonder in the school fight, the tournament, and Zakarian scenes. They really love that Iron Eagle scene. Yeah. (laughs) They really, really do. Well, it's just so, I mean, it was so early on in the series, and it just became so quintessentially Johnny. Okay. So, yeah, I could definitely see that. And that was that. Plus, that was their first day of filming. I'm assuming because he says on day one. So, you know, right. if that's the first scene they film, that's definitely going to be the one that that sticks in their head. I think, um, you know, we've been doing so many of these uh, Q and A recaps. I, I, I believe this is going to be like the seventeenth one. The one question that I'm always going to remember um, that he responded to was when I asked him about filming that moment when Johnny goes to back to the parking lot and sees himself being choked out by Crease and and at that time, before season two, obviously, John said that was like the best night of any production he's been a part of. Yeah. 
I, I mean, you. It, 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 it sounds so cliche. It sounds so trite. It, you you always remember your first whatever, right? right. Yeah. Um, I rem- I will always remember the first question of mine he answered. So. Because yeah. I also, I, I think I remember I even phrased my tweet like it gave me like a Back to the Future 2 vibe or feel oh, or something. And that's very, yeah. very much what it was. Yeah. Yeah. And he indulged my giant car nerdness. <laughs> we remember. Yes. <laughs> okay. So now jumping to the inline questions. And this is where you might see, you're going to see my mouse moving across the screen. Get it off as soon as I can. Um, but there are actually some pretty important answers in here. A uh, question from Harun A. Um, hey, John, will there be changes to the first two seasons, such as more languages or overall scenes that couldn't be used on YouTube? I hope it continues this tone for the rest of the season. I'm a teen who loves the show and doesn't want a bunch of language or sexuality in the show. We are not making changes to the first two seasons and plan to keep the same tone going forward. Right, and let's just reinforce this, just over and over and over. Stop saying Netflix is going to change the tone of the show. It's not. I would imagine that during negotiations, that was very important, that, you know, the you don't mess with what's already been out there. I'm just reading the chat, and I'm looking at our mods bad-mouthing us in there. Uh-oh, what are they saying? Um, We give the worst notices. Apparently, we give the worst heads up when we're going live and actually require <laughs> mods to show up and do their jobs. <laughs> well, I mean, this isn't the trivia. We're just going to be a lot of people. Honestly, right. we're surprised if like 10 people show up for this. This is just the Q&As. And also, this the Q&A stuff is hard to plan for. A lot of the live streams are hard to plan for. Yeah, because a lot of the live streams are, hey, I just got off work. You want to go live in 10 minutes? Yeah. Sure. I mean, give me some credit. It's like it's like thirty-two minutes. Tonight it was, yeah, because it was <laughs> it was like um, it was like eight eight thirty-seven or so, eight twenty-seven. He's like, hey, you want to go live at nine? Okay, sure. Yeah. Um, yes, I love you guys too. Again, I love I'm you, not Carrie, and I love you, Mike. I have, here, I'll scroll down to look at it real quick here. It's wow. Carrie and Mike. These uh these texts are very big. <laughs> Let's see what size do I have it at. I have it at one seventy five. That cow. would be why they're so freaking big. Yeah, but well, that's the only way I'm able to read the questions. Right. All right. All right. Let's move it along. All right. So moving along, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And also, like, it, it, it's safe to say that if we didn't warn the mods, you guys didn't have to really jump into moderate. Right. But we love you, so thank you for showing up. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Oh, Mike actually woke up and went, oh, crap, we're live. <laughs> Oops. Okay. Um, uh, Dolage, or... Bless you. I completely pronounced that wrong, I'm sure. Did any big names audition for the roles of Miguel, Sam, Robbie, etc.? Could you tell us who? No super big names. Yeah. But that's, you know... Big names adjacent. Really? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I'm like, what do you know that? What do you know that I don't know? I don't um, know. I mean, I uh, in terms of, I mean, I know that this uh, this person does not list this character, but we know another cast member who did audition for the role of Tori, but got a different role instead. Oh well, yeah, yeah, that's true. May end up on one of our upcoming videos. Very well, mate. Mate, bad. What? Okay. I don't you, know. You okay? <laughs> I'm good. Should I okay, send one so of the mods over there to check on you? This is a big... Yeah, I got it. Uh, this is a big one. This is a very big one. From Ben Rudin. Was Tori, whom Kreese referred to when he said Nichols? Yes. Yes! <laughs> um, <clears throat> Tori's last name is not Schwarber. I think Nichols means Schwarber. In Sweden. Get out! <laughs> Get out! Tori is Daniel. Tori is Daniel. So, oh, is Nickel? Oh, you know what? Nichols might be Scandinavian for LaRusso. It could be. <laughs> N <laughs> is also the 17th letter of the alphabet. Oh, crap. <laughs> and, and, and red is the color, and it'll be... Yeah, no. Um... 
Nichols, Nichols, Silver. This is this is this is watch party, and it, he's like Nichols, Nichols, the, the the you know the 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 coin equals silver. She's Terry Silver's daughter. People are still reaching, grasping. Well, maybe she's her stepdaughter, and that's her maiden name, or what? What? That's Guys. just way too much. That is way too much. They, yeah. At that point, they're insulting the fans. Insulting the fans, insulting the writers. It's like uh, watch party. You know, he he picked that up and he started writing his episode. Um, what'd you say, Chris? Sometime you know, in the middle of June, uh, right around in there. I don't know when it first occurred to me. I know that we recorded our episode of the podcast where I mentioned it on July tenth. Um, his video about it came out on the 14th. Our podcast came out on the 15th. So, you know, the middle of last summer, Watch Party and you and I and Tom at the time were all saying Terry's name is Nichols or McNichols. Tori. Yeah. You said Terry. Oh, no, I said Tori. I heard Tori's name is Nichols. We'll refer to the We've been saying that for a year. Yes. But also, guys, watch the damn show with subtitles on. Right. It's right there. Whether you pick it up with your hearing or you pick it up with your eyeballs. one It's right there. There's her name. And John has said at least once in one of these Q&As before that they have dropped enough clues on the show to reveal who she was. Right. Including that she could not possibly be a doctor's daughter with the origin story that she gives. But this is a big one. This is... And and people are still ignoring it, and it's just driving me absolutely insane. They don't have Twitter. Um, Mike says Tori is Allie's father's cousin's nephew's brother's former roommate. Isn't that Lone Star? Yes. <laughs> I might watch that, that makes tonight. Us Actually, I just watched that like two weeks ago. Yeah. Oh God, I love it. Okay, so moving on. Next question from Shane Alger. John, nursing a mild hangover here as we speak, and to think I have a family 60th to attend tonight. Anyway, congrats, first of all. Secondly, you said you had a role for Dutch and a future role for Tommy before Rob passed. What roles may they have been? Thanks. Dutch would have joined the OG Cobras on their adventure. He would have had a past in jail instead of still being there. As for Tommy, we would have had him speak to Johnny in a dream. That just makes me want to cry. Yeah, you know, and that's in line with what they had in mind also for when Johnny watched himself being choked out in the parking lot. They were considering Johnny seeing that in the ether, too, and not just the way he saw it in Ace Degenerate. Right. That would have been really interesting. I mean, because then it would have just looked like a dream. Right, right. And I I think, I mean, plus in a drunken stupor, you know, you kind of put that whole mist thing around it. It's just like Daniel and his visions of Mr. Miyagi. They've got room to play with, you know, uh, the, the, the scene of Mr. Miyagi doing the renovations and everything to the garden. Are we intended to believe that we're just seeing the past or is Daniel seeing this in his head? Mm -hmm. Because it had that kind of misty dreamlike quality to it. And then the music helped. Right, right. And then they pull the camera back and there's Daniel standing in the exact same spot where he would have been standing to see that from that perspective, you know. They, yeah. I, uh, I love the way they play with that. Well, at that moment, it's like, you know, that scene, op- that, that that episode opens up with the, you know, you think it's renovations or repainting the fence and all of that. And then to cut to Daniel standing there and then we're reminded what just happened at the end of episode five. Right. Mm. Right. I mean, it, it, they can take us so far into Johnny and Daniel's heads be, be, just because they can and because they're brilliant at it. Head games. Um, yes, very much so. And mm-hmm. is anything in those two men's heads actually real? <laughs> hmm. Neither of them remember what really happened. Well, clearly. Apparently. Right. <laughs> so Daniel got pushed yeah. off the cliff. Yeah. And I had a big fight with Mr. Miyagi that never happened. And we're not even going to get into Johnny not remembering half of the first movie at all. Well, because he was in half of the movie. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, Moving on. uh, Non-binary gal Mira. 
Is there a chance we will see more girls doing karate and being badass? Yes. Yeah. That's exciting. Good. Yes, always. I'm I'm here for some some girls kicking ass. Yeah. Um I I kind of want um the 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 wives I'm going to call them even though Carmen and Johnny are at the moment broken up. Right. Um I want to see them get in there and just like seriously start kicking ass, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Do you really believe that Daniel and Amanda only went in the dojo before Anthony or, you know, did he actually teach her? I, I got distracted. I, I just looked up Twitter real quick and Josh Heald liked my tweet about, right, Josh Josh Heald's Q&A adjacent words were definitely typed. <laughs> oh, well, then we need to hurry up because we've got 15 minutes. And if we don't get Josh's words on here, he'll be so disappointed. All right. We might okay. get more words. We, yeah, we'll get more words. And there'll be bad words. Okay, next question. Watch party. Heard of this guy? Um, will seasons one and two on Netflix be identical to the show on YouTube other than the logo and end credits? Uh, yes. Very short answers, this guy. Well, there were a lot of people that were saying that, you know, they were cutting scenes out. And then there were people saying, oh, well, I watched it on YouTube and there's scenes missing from YouTube. And I'm like, dude, I just watched it yesterday. Believe me, there's nothing missing. And they have not cut anything out of the YouTube. They are not cutting anything out on Netflix. Everybody's going to watch the exact same show we watched. So quit doing that nonsense. I think somebody had mentioned like um, there was something added. It What it m most likely is, you never caught it before. And upon a rewatch, probably your second time, you caught something new. Right, right. Yeah, like you'll hear dialogue differently certain ways and, and you know things like that. But nothing's changed, believe me. Nothing's changed. Uh next question, Cobra Kai kids. I've seen a lot of people interpret Tommy's it's in here now line as meaning he has brain cancer. I take it to mean that his physical fight with an unspecified cancer is over and his last battle is mental except in the end, which is right. We meant to imply brain cancer, but he was also accepting the end. Um, I kind of love the the last fight, you know, that the, the, the last fight was taking place, you know, in his mind, that that was the part that he had left. Um, I never picked up that interpretation. I always thought that he meant it had um, metastasized into his brain. Mm -hmm. I didn't I didn't even think of a, an alternate interpretation of that okay uh we're gonna skip that one because it's about american reunion and we're going to go to nana team la russo uh hi have you guys ever thought of moon's sexuality is she bi or pan as a queer kid i was really happy to see her and her girlfriend as far as far as we know she's bi glad you enjoyed the character we do too so i wonder if see episode nine that was written by um, Michael Jonathan. Wait, yeah, Michael Jonathan Smith. Yeah, Michael Smith wrote that. Michael Smith. Um, I know he's got three names. Uh, yeah. So that would be a question for him, possibly. Oh yeah, definitely, because he he would be the one that would that would know if he's you know going to take it further. Right. Um. Okay. So. Uh, next question, and I believe this will be the last one of John's, uh, Matt Rappaport. Cool. How many original cast members from all the Karate Kid movies in total have you talked to about being on Cobra Kai? Stop moving the screen, Brie. That's just a total number, not a spoiler, right? Uh, do you like getting meta in your writing? And what old movies do you bring up to William and Ralph on set? Uh, not exactly a spoiler, but spoilery enough that I can't answer I do like writing meta stuff as long as it doesn't take you out of the reality of the world we're in. And I talk with Billy about just one of the guys a lot for Ralph, Karate Kid 3. Yeah, and I mean, he does, he does, they do have the, the meta references, you know. Um, the My whole thing with the fourth wall says what? You know, like uh, Sam reading a book that her father's actor played the main character of in our, I mean, um, or Robbie being named after an actor that his karate teacher's portrayer knew and worked with, you know, that kind of thing. And it's really yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, and then there's the, the Peter Satira Chicago 
all of that. Okay, we got 10 minutes. Let's see how far we can get. Josh actually didn't. I mean, he was having a small, waiting for a small child to wake up from a nap. So <laughs> he didn't have very long. But we will do his inline first, and then we'll go to his retweets. No, do it the other way. Do the retweets and then the inline. Right, okay. just like we did this one, yeah? Just like we did. Oh, mm-hmm. and look here. Very first question, this Cobra Kai Companion podcast. Hey. Hi, Josh. Do you recall any jokes that you really like from either of the first seasons that were not used? If it's a winner, it almost always makes the show. Um, if it's a winner without a home, we carry the card with us to the next season and keep it in our back pockets for a better moment. Can't think of anything that flat out got cut forever and ever. <laughs> so that means that they have written a bunch of really hilarious jokes that have not shown up on screen just yet that still might. So they're not going to tell us. <laughs> right. Yeah. They're not sure. Which is perfectly yeah. valid. Right. Okay. Um, next is from Helen Irving Dalsin. Hello, Helen. Uh, if Cobra Kai was a continuation after the Karate Kid movies, and I think she's meaning immediately after, right. which 80s and 90s actors do you think you would have used? Dire cast of Mr. Belvedere would be the dream. Small wonder as a fallback position. Is that right? Failback? Yes. Fallback. Fallback position. Okay. Yes. Is yeah. that an actual position? Is that baseball? Fallback position. What is that? Uh, no, that meant that if they couldn't get the entire cast of Mr. Belvedere, that they would have taken the cast of Small Wonder as a backup. Yeah. Okay. All right. You know, Um, Josh is like Doc Brown. He says the absolute most for the simplest replies. (laughs) Small Wonder as a fallback position. Like, I don't read a lot. And yeah, Mike, Mike says he loved Small Wonder. I loved Small Wonder. I think that. Is that the one with the robot? Yes. The little girl in the red and white frilly dress. Oh, my God. It's I know so good. what it is. It was so good. Josh says a lot of words when he speaks. He does. He really does. Um, next question from Jack at JL Productions. What was the easiest and hardest episode to write in all of Cobra Kai? The series premiere was both the easiest and the hardest, I think. We had talked about it and poured over the minutia for almost a year But then it was time for the three of us to sit down and write together for the first time and figure out what would become our process. Those are good words. I'm I'm still trying to figure out some of those words. Yeah. Um, Basically, he said that it was the easiest because (laughs) they had all those years. Right, right, right. um, But the hardest because they hadn't exactly figured out how they were going to do it yet. (laughs) That reminds me of me trying to write something. Uh, Yeah. um, Still waiting. Anyway. Um, Philip Molina. Hey, Josh, when you break a story, do you think of a killer ending and work your way backward or start at the beginning and see where it takes you? Uh, with very few exceptions, we almost always work forward with take a right for, oh, sorry, episode 206. We knew what that last shot would be, but didn't really have to reverse engineer the story to get there. Um, how weird and terrible would it be they're writing that and they're like oh what should we do for the last shot i don't know put them in a body bag maybe hey that sounds good (laughs) yeah no that that last scene that that last that final scene is um about as organic as you could possibly get i Mm. mean there's really if you know you're going to be doing that with the character there's really no other way to do it you know Mm mm-hmm it was painful and funny and dark and awful and screw your body bag and screw that song. Yeah, um, I sat there shaking my head and I might have even tweeted out. I can't believe they actually did it or something. Right, maybe. right. But still perfect. Yeah, you know? sure. And from Rick, 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 our Jersey Devil. Recreating the music video for Stay by Lisa Loeb, seen in how uh, Hot Tub Time Machine 2 was perfection. Since you seem to be into recreating music videos, I'm going to guess it was your idea to create the White Snake scene in Cobra Kai. Am I right or wrong? Whose idea was it? Ooh, that's a tough one. Stay was all me in the script for sure. With White Snake, I honestly can't remember who started that conversation, so I'll take partial credit. And um, I know that it was like a last 
minute addition. I don't know how last minute, but it was definitely a surprise when they told uh, Vanessa Rubio that that was being shot. I mean, she shares a story um, in one of our interviews with her and she said that her response was like, oh, yeah, funny joke. You know, that was kind of her reaction to to that. And like, oh, it's it's a thing. So they're really doing it. So I wonder how much notice she was actually given. I feel like I asked her, but I, I, I don't remember. Um, I don't either. But then, you know, she shows up and they're actually doing it. And she's uh, doing Tommy Katane on the, you know, kitchen table in Johnny's apartment. So. Mm-hmm. Might have been the inspiration for the second part of my video for the uh, the content creators, you know, collaboration vid that we did. Downing, down, downing, down, downing that banquet. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I got words too. <laughs> you do. All right. Next question. Cause I've got five minutes and the kid literally just texted me okay. uh, from Mike P tweeting from the Cobra Kai wisdom account. If you do not follow him on Instagram, do so now. He's freaking hilarious. Are you ready for a month from now when the entire world knows what we know? Do you have a speech prepared? Can I plagiarize Bill Pullman's speech from Independence Day? Um, to, to which Mike said, I'm going to expand it and show it because it's hilarious. Okay. And <laughs> again, this is why you need to follow Mike on his Instagram account. Yes. Cobra Kai uh, with some. Yes, absolutely. Or Bill Pullman's we're doing it for a shitload of money speech from Spaceballs. Totally your choice. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, there, there's a second uh, Spaceballs reference this episode. <laughs> yes. Yes. Simpatico, my friend. Is that yes. the right word? Okay. Yes. All right. Yep. We're all thinking space balls. All right. Space uh, balls Cobra, to live stream. Cobra Kai dad, uh, Kevin Gregory, which is his middle name. Yeah, I, I was going to say, like, uh, he, he got <laughs> like, rid of the last that's name. That's not Kevin's last name. Um, is there another types, Kevin, Cobra Kai dad? <laughs> uh, not that I know of. Um What types of activities have kept you occupied during COVID? Also, best wishes to you and your family. I've become an artisanal artisanal bartender with no regular patrons other than myself and started rowing on a Concept 2 rower, which is a counterproductive, hey, hey, counterproductive to the bartending. Best wishes to you and yours too. Sorry, my my words are blurry and then you're scrolling at the same time. I bumped my mouse and the whole screen went boop. Okay, so... He's a bartender, and he's got a rowing machine. And he yeah. shaved the mustache Yeah, that he sometimes grows. But you know what? That picture's still out there. It is. And there was a small discussion about bagels. And this is his last one. Okay. And it's a good one to end on. All right. How cool, on a scale from meh to cool as hell, is William Zapka in real life? His cool factor has an 11 on the dial. Sometimes you should meet your heroes. I will second that. I will third that. I will sit here all day and say, if you ever have a chance to meet Billy Zabka, Ralph Macchio, Martin Cove, take it. They will not disappoint you. They are amazing human beings. They really are. And you will kick yourself in the head for the rest of your life if you do not take the opportunity if you're given. At this point, Josh is the only one I've never met in person. Shut up. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, we get, you know, that last part, sometimes you should meet your heroes. It's like, well, I met, you know, John and Hayden. Now, now I need to meet Josh. Yeah. Uh-huh. You've uh, met my hero, asshole. Look, they're, they, they, they're just closer to me. What can I say? Uh, yeah, as far as you both, you all live on the West Coast. Uh, but also, maybe you just need to get on a plane more often. I'm not getting on a plane right now. Are you insane? Well, of course not right now. I don't know if they'll even come out to see you right now. You gotta wait. Right? Yeah. Why is everyone yelling Hayden's name? Oh, for God's sake. Is he in the group? Yes. Chat? Uh-oh. <laughs> that'd be, that'd be we should go. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I, literally, I, I, I've got to go pick my kid up from work. Well, we read John's uh, Q&As. We read Josh's words. And now Hayden's scaring everyone off. So Right. I would have, absolutely, we would have read Hayden's, but, you know, he didn't. You know, we still have that recorded episode that I should get to. 
from like January. Whenever it was, you know, I wonder how relevant, I mean, relevant or not, it's, I'm sure, I mean, that that's the one where he was like, ask me anything, I'll tell the truth. <laughs> that's the one where someone asked him, like, who some, what someone's name was, and he said February. <laughs> Sounds about right. It wasn't, he actually did. No, no, I, yeah, I'm agreeing. Yep. Yeah. All right, so everyone, thank you for joining in on such short notice. Um, Brianna, do you got anything to pimp out? Uh, Not at the moment. Um, I am honestly writing a script. Watch Party inspired me. He attacked me and called me out all over the place is what he did. Um, so I am writing a script about my very own Alley video. So, did wait, Hayden really jumped in and just said, ah, that's it? Uh, well, he hasn't said anything since then. Right, right. But but that's that's how he <laughs> greeted yeah, the chat room. He literally jumped in and screamed at everyone and left. So, um, but yeah, that'll, that'll be coming out um, in the next few days. Uh, still haven't decided what to do with the 72 hours of footage of me making the black and white um, inverted posters. Um, that's about it. Oh, and I'm, I'm doing, I'm going to do some more of the Netflix, um, the Netflix, the, the Netflix, uh, fake posters, right. um, uh, for some with the kids and, and things like that. So keep an eye out for all that. All right. Um, uh, for those that like the videos, I am coming up with a list of, I mean, for those that listen to our podcast, this is really going to be kind of old news for you, but really it's for like those that don't listen to the show, but um, we're working on a, we're kind of throwing out the number 10 out there. So like top 10 things you don't know about, like some of the characters from Cobra Kai uh, scenes one and two, and they're just going to be stuff we're taking straight from our interviews. So for those that already listened to those, it's nothing new, um, but hopefully it's something to kind of get people excited for, especially like the newer fans of Cobra Kai. I'm still writing a Miyagi video myself, um, so I'm throwing that out there so that way people can maybe hold me accountable and be like, hey, you know, how long have you been writing this? And um, just to tease that a little bit, I try to kind of talk a little bit about the psyche of Mr. Miyagi and maybe what it was like for him during uh, his time in service during the war. Uh, I invited on my um, somebody that I served under uh, when I was in the Army who and we go over all of his ribbons and patches and talk about like what could have happened for him to earn these uh ribbons and medals and things like that so um once i finish that up it's you know it'll, it'll be up um I, I think that's it that's enough teasing for now brianna's gotta go uh so again thanks everyone for tuning in and your continued support we'll catch you guys next time bye everybody Thank you for listening to the Cortem Parts Podcast Network. To listen to more Cortem Parts shows, visit cortemparts.com.